0: The following program is a podcast1.com production. And here it is. Yes! Greatest podcast in the world
1: ever. All right. Yeah. I seem like I have something to talk about, right? Yeah. I officially lost my mind.
0: What happened? Officially.
1: All all this, all our supplements and Swole Patrol and everything, I officially went over the edge today. What happened? Gave myself terrible diarrhea.
0: Well, that's not. And, it's and, not over the edge. And, and,
1: and I will have to get off the uh, every about every five minutes. I'll have to leave this fucking uh, broadcast or whatever it is podcast and go do my thing.
0: How many tablespoons would you say of MCT oil you've had today? Four,
1: and a little bit of cacao. I think it's that BS stuff in the ampules. I think that made me sick. Have you tried that yet? I haven't.
0: I haven't the
1: the uh, the uh, unfair advantage. Unfair advantage. Yeah. Like I that. thought so. I went insane. I went absolutely out of my mind today. I had extra fish oil, I had extra cacao, I poured but butter. Stop. Because it. I lost my mind. Today is the day. I lost my mind. I, well, I have OCD.
0: Okay, but you can't. I have okay, OCD listen. And eventually it goes over the top. Right, but the solution to that is not to give up completely, it's to moderate it.
1: No, I understand that. I understand that. But today I officially lost my All mind. Right. It's just official. And uh, and I and I was reading, I've given I think I told you I have to give this presentation on body dysmorphic disorder. Yeah. So I was reading all kinds of stuff, but obsessive compulsive disorder. I'm like, yeah, I got that. I got that. I got that. Sure. And and, and but I started thinking, you know, there's so. M- I probably the psychiatrists know this better than I do. But there's so much crossover between body dysmorphia, eating disorder, eating disorders, uh, exercise bulimia, anorexia, OCD, anxiety. Esteem, right. uh, self-esteem, shame, trauma—they're sure. all like this fucking mass. They, they all live under the same tree. And, and You know what's interesting to me is I've had lots, lots of treatment. So I was laughing to myself the way up here. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, I got that, I got that, I got, that. I got that, but it doesn't bother me. <laughs> it Doesn't, yeah, doesn't, really doesn't bother me anymore. But it used to bother me when I was uh, pre-treatment kind of thing, and I imagine there are ways to, to limit those symptoms with uh, you know CBT and stuff like that. But but God damn it. The stuff it. It these are chronic things. Anxiety,
0: you know what I'm saying? They really are. And and, it's and, and and and
1: well. And here's the problem. I was you know because I had a challenging health year, right? Yeah, yeah. And to say the least, right. And so I was sort of letting it go. You know what I mean? I was like I was benefiting from my OCD and stuff. Like I was working out more. I was running more. I was dieting better. I was eating better. I was taking supplements. And I thought mm, eventually it's gonna be it's gonna be too much. I, and it, but it's been great. I felt so much better. And part of the day to day I did feel better than I felt in a long time when I wasn't shitting myself and getting dehydrated. And How would last like, night go?
0: I have enough talk about your colon.
1: Uh, I may have to go serve my colon in a second, but uh, last night was great. How would it go on stage? It was good. I mean, yeah, my part I thought was great. Um, here's the, the problem. With the, well, here's what bothered me in the whole thing. Yeah, I thought it was great. They, he showed footage, got to meet people that had been the drunk people in the drunk history. I can't imagine I, that
0: crowd was paying attention. Well, that's the problem. Yeah.
1: They all, and they all literally ran out to watch Tenacious D right in the middle of Derek's presentation. And he had some technical problems. So everyone was stoned.
0: Technical r- problems.
1: With his, his computer. He was, yeah. a, he was playing. Yeah.
0: Stoned, technical problems, been there since noon.
1: And and drunk. Yeah. And, and surly. Like, really by that time, like, ex- really surly. And they all just, like like— the, the entire I, I looked out at the entire uh, crowd crowd at the at the shrine. You know that's about eight nine hundred people downstairs. Maybe like eleven 1, hundred, something like that. Mm-hmm. Big, uh, just 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 vanished, and then they came back. It was the strangest damn thing. There were they were left about fifty people, and then about six hundred came back. Jesus, they, they all went out to see Tenacious D. I think is what happened they were playing then. And so it was it was challenging because they had three different stages. You know the entire interior of the shrine. They had two little stages outside. Not little; one of them was big, like, yeah. a, like a concert stage. And so it was competition, and it was surly by the end of the night. That crowd, yeah. they were, they were like, you know, when you walk around a crowd and you, it feels dangerous.
0: Well, I left for that reason. Oh, you were there? Yeah. Oh my god! For like twenty minutes. You were there for twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh, you should have said hi. I didn't see anybody. Well, I, I was there. I got a text from Rune after I had already left. I didn't I, know you
1: guys were all coming. I, I met yeah. Sam Shocker there, and we we piled around with her and her yeah. husband. And uh, and mostly just hung out with Derek and, uh, you know, some of the people from that show who were just the best. And Phil Henry. Phil Henry was part of the deal. Yeah. And to spend a couple hours with Phil Henry is pretty cool. And, Sounds awesome. And then I'm backstage, uh, just hanging out backstage with Zach Galifianakis, Norm MacDonald. Uh, Janine Garofalo. Nick Kroll, Janine yeah. Garofalo. They were all just kind of hanging out back there. And that was pretty fun. And, and the guy from Metalocalypse. Oh, Yeah. Did Brennan come up and say hi to you? He did. And I, he told me his whole history, which I had no idea. Yeah. He, Strange dude. In a good way. I thought so. But yeah. last night, I didn't think so. I thought, oh, no, this guy's a highly skilled. Super highly
0: skilled. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. I, I thought he was sort of a comedian guy. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I he's, mean, he
0: is, but he's. He's a skilled musician he, and a skilled he's filmmaker. He's highly functioning. You know, like like off the charts. One of those super A type personality, right? Yeah, and, and he, you know, he's a music conservatory graduate. That mm. that already. Should well, tell if you, you if, I know it's like a lot of it gets lost in the message and like the the type of presentation, but the technical proficiency with his metal that he plays is is off. The, it's up there with like the good, well, like real bands, and, you know?
1: and he probably could do flamingo guitar or yeah. classical or anything else too, or flamenco. He, Flamingo? Did I say flamingo? Yeah, <laughs> that's probably you old. can do that too. Yeah. Probably, uh, that's it, funny. Uh, and but but he, you know, we had a long conversation. He and I, and, and I told him that one of the, the the sort of defining moments of my career was being on his cartoon series. Yeah, because people were like, oh, geez, you did that. That's that. That's cool. And he seemed uh, surprised. By that. Did you hear about this cock bullshit? Yes, I did. What's up with that? They want it to be. They want it to be imp- improper. All right, all right. They, we just we're we're yelling about the fact that we've been given some copy from a from a a new actually really a cool a rather sponsor. fine wh- sponsor, yeah. but they want their name pronounced in a way improperly, that, not just improperly, but sort of. I have no other way of
0: describing this than like white trash. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. They're saying you can't say it right because too many people that will be potential customers will think you're saying it wrong. Well
1: their business yeah what are you gonna do yeah. they they, are they they seem cool and they seem like they know what they're doing so
0: i guess that'll be on us i, if, I mean well they're giving us so much money to, oh wait a second we'll see nothing well support those that support us and maybe we will someday. yeah but are they supporting
1: us someday maybe i don't know that's my point yeah i don't know we'll see
0: i guess, I guess they're maybe. giving money to podcast one <laughs> maybe
1: what's that hat all about oh it's the cats yeah it's boxing cats oh my god so, where were you guys? Topanga Canyon Cafe? Yeah. What is that? It's a cafe in Topanga Canyon. The, it's right but, there in the title. No, but you guys live in Venice. Yeah.
0: Topanga Canyon's a long way away, no, right? No. Really? It's like, you know, right up PCH? You need Canyons in Malibu. Oh, oh! I was thinking of Tahunga. Yeah, I know. That's what you I always, always do, do that. and that's why yeah, I have yeah. to rape your asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. One of these days, I'm gonna take my cock. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna put it in your butt so hard that it'll jiggle your brain into the point where you get it through your skull. Kind of sounds good, okay. but anyway, um, yeah. People liked our uh, loved. Don't yeah. say liked. They loved it. They loved my discomfort. We're we're by the way we're looking to move to, to Penga Canyon. That's why we were up there. Ah. So. Uh. Went to, went to breakfast with the baby. What's the school system like up there? Very nice. Uh-huh. Is, that near, is that near is near Palisades kinda? Of? Yes. Okay. It's wedged between Malibu and the Palisades. Okay, like like up in that.
1: that like near where the Getty is and stuff. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the
0: get yeah. the, the, the the beach getty. Yeah yeah, yeah the yeah.
1: the Roman uh the Getty people that don't know a lot from Los Angeles, the um the Getty's this it's the it's the one sort of extraordinary institution artist that we have here in Los Angeles. We have several, believe it or not. Yeah. I mean, Norton little, Simon's really excru- Norton Simon's crazy. Well, and I the, and the Huntington Libraries, yeah. Truly world class. Well, the the library part yeah. is insane. Yeah. Uh the art exhibit is not bad. The, the Norton Simon, the Getty, and then the Getty has a Roman uh villa with a, with a ton of classical
0: stuff. Yeah, that Simon G, J Simon Getty or whatever his name was, he he was a real real, like, real He was player. the real deal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then LACMA, we have another County Museum of Art, and we have the MOCA.
0: Yeah. So it's a pretty Pretty heady. You don't think of it as a No, listen, anyone who knows the city does, but most people know that this is where people move to make it and show business, so they think it's a no, vapid, I, I shitty I, fuck But I but I would I would argue industry. that it's not Shit just head,
1: fuck. I would argue it's not just the world looking at us that way. How many times have you been to an art museum here in Los Me? Angeles? Yeah. I mean I mean recently, last two years. Last two years how many art museum
0: visits you made? Although you've been busy with the kids and stuff, I'll grant you. But twenty? Really? Yeah. Where do you go? I go to all the ones you just named. I mean I rotate real I rotate through pretty regularly. See I, I go to New York a lot, I go to, I, go to you York, know what, I try to go to New York museums every time I'm there. Yeah, but see that's maybe your mistake. It's not, not I'm not saying it's a mistake to go to the New York ones. I'm saying don't take for granted the exceptional ones. Well in fact the modern art the modern art museums of Los Angeles are better than the what are considered to be yeah. cultured cities. Yes, I know. totally agree. Uh, um i went to the the hammer museum uh, oh there's a hammer museum too. i went to the hammer museum two weekends ago and saw the uh country music uh f- f- photographic kind of uh display and it was uh it was unbelievable i'd never i mean it, and it i was thought i was gonna go see like great pictures of waylon jennings and johnny cash it was dating back to the beginnings of american wow. country western there was pictures of like sun house and guys playing like like railroad crossing music, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like real Sonny Terry, uh, oh, Bobby McGee. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Red I'm Rock sure. Candy Mountain yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um and and the progression of what. what so became, was there was blues and and
1: stuff too in there. Blues and bluegrass. I mean, it was it
0: was a pictorial history of American country western. Wow. But in order to tell that story, they had this. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and a lot. You know, I I know this is going to make a lot of people really happy in the south, um, but. American country western really has African Americans to thank. I mean, all all, all music, music, yeah, all American music, all American entertainment for the most part. Like well, it really, uh, if you think about it, well, yeah.
1: uh, the the Jews had a sum of a role in there in some of the comedy some vaudeville and some, some of the comedy right? of vaudeville. It's true, but comedy heavily African American music. It's all African American roots,
0: all of it. Yeah, or if not if not directly from it, colored by it. I mean, effect Just a, I mean, I don't know. It's like a it's a really it's a strange. It's a strange kind of. I think it's 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 a horrible thing to look back on the fact that we forced people from another continent into into disease ridden ships mm-hmm. and shipped them here to be slaves. But in a weird way, it came, turned out to m- m- be one of the most beautiful and and kind of colorful aspect. Pardon the pun. One of the beautiful kind of aspects of Americana, the fact that this culture that was brought here reluctantly then turned out to be one of the most cultured and, and important parts of our entire character yeah. as a country. You know, it's yeah. like really yeah. like there's only a renegade country like the United States could say that, you know, in, in mm-hmm. 200 something years, not mm-hmm. 2000, in just a little under uh, over 200 years. Like it's like we, how this is kind of like don't all think, formed. I don't think many, most
1: people know or acknowledge that.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Right, I mean, rock know. and roll straight out of Yeah. No, and and you talk to anyone you know down the line, Billy Joe from from Green Day to like well, to you, Lemmy, and they're all like it's it's Chuck Berry, it's Otis but, Redding. But I it's, was gonna
1: say that that uh, Foo Fighters, uh, Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl has that series now about music. I'm right. sure, it's and gonna the gonna first deep thing, and did I you see the first the not first seen episode?
0: I I've, I've watched both episodes, yeah. um, and the first episode was about Chicago. And, of course, you know, a guy like me in 2014, a big fan of, like, punk rock and industrial, you think Chicago, you think, like, Front 242 and and these bands – and Wax Tracks, Ministry, like, all these, like, crazy, crazy important industrial electronic rock bands, you know? And um, and, and it's – like, it's so crazy because, like, really what was the big movement was – Southern blues artists coming to Chicago. And that, that was when everything changed. It, like, just yeah. everything changed from that point on. But I think the music that sort of has finally cut free of all roots, Fart Barf. There,
1: there are no—I <laughs> can't detect any roots of anything. It's so far. Fart, well, barf.
0: no, it's funny. I should You say that? You were saying kind of a joke. But Fart Barf roots can be directly traced to Chicago in, like, the late 80s, oh, right? early 80s. Right. You know, the Front 242 Ministry, uh, Nine Inch Nails. You know, th- that is Fart Barf. That's their DNA. Speaking of that, Anderson, Apex Twin came out with a new album two weeks ago. It is so fucking good. Like, it's so. I bought it because it's Apex Twin and it's been so long and it's like, I love him so much.
2: Can you still hear the old Apex Twin or is without it reinvented? Question. Okay, without good. question? Without question. It's like,
0: then. you hear it and you go, this is why kids love Skrillex and Diplo and
2: stuff. I, That's what I was saying. I was trying to be ultra hipster, but I said, I love Dubstep back when it was. Uh when it was uh, Apex Twin. Yeah, when it was... When
0: back you, when Apex Twin was doing it to begin with. UF Orb and Apex Twin. And Come to daddy. I'm going to bring this back to something less...
2: Uh, less cool, I bet. Well, I less got... Cool. Listen, exactly. I ha-
0: I, ha- I don't want to interrupt you. You sh- you have just as much control of this podcast as anyone. We have to take a break? No. The reason I had Actually, to leave yeah. so early oh. because last night was because I had a panic attack. Because really? there was just people there, and it was like... Fr- and, and I they, went by myself, and, and they I felt early. Yeah, and it really was not... And I couldn't get backstage, even though I had backstage passes. So, like, what? well, I first off, I couldn't get a will call. And luckily, I know. someone someone recognized me there, and they're like, yeah. just go. So they gave me a ticket, you know? So then I'm like, well, wait a second. How am I going to get to, like, Drew and stuff? Yeah. So then I was like, you know what? Screw it. Because I started to really freak out. Yeah. So as soon as I get back to my, i didn't get any service in there. As soon as I get back to, like, the parking lot, um, my phone goes off, like, a lot. And I got a text from Rune and Anderson. But I get, like— Four or five missed calls, a couple from my wife Uh-oh. with voicemail, and a couple from a no no yeah. uh, no number. No caller mm-hmm. ID. In Venice Beach, the storage unit where we have our storage and like all our you know keepsakes, yeah. and my GTO Uh-oh. was on fire. Holy shit! Burning to the not kind of on fire was burning to the ground. The whole street of Ven- Venice Boulevard shut down. Four or five, five different fire departments. Seven firemen went to the hospital. It's like it's down, and I have to wait till tomorrow to find out what's going on with our. Oh my The whole it's God. still shut down. So then, Do you, I, can you go look at it, get a sense? No, of where? I had to. I had to uh, talk to the KTLA news and KNX news people this morning, oh. but <sighs> crack it on and snuck by the firemen, and they still. And they're they're like, hey, you can't go in, man. Do you have insurance? I have insurance on the GTO. I have car insurance yeah. and any type of. Uh. Um, and it doesn't look like it doesn't look like there was any hoses or any. Uh, at any, that end any kind of like attention paid to that side of the building but um you know all of my wife's pre-pregnancy clothes are in there Mm. and even if it didn't burn down it was a fire for 29 hours it's gotta had some smoke and ash damage you know
1: oh my god i know
2: i'm so sorry it's crazy
0: i you know what it's like you say what you want but there was nothing essential it's not like my wife's father's ashes or no right are
2: the firemen out of the hospital now
0: uh, the, everyone, uh, all the firemen that sustained injuries are were non fatal.
2: What else? Uh, well, I hope that. And yeah. what else burned besides the car? No, the car
0: did not burn. We don't know if the we car don't know burned. if the, I, I don't know what's burned. All okay. I know is that over seventy five percent of that entire building, which was an eighty thousand square foot storage place, burnt to the ground. It's gotta be arson, gone. right? Arson. I don't know. I, I was how thinking about you, that. How
1: would you – these are cement
0: cell blocks. Well, it's also – How do you create it's, enough it's energy? A, it's to, a cement cell block, but then I was thinking about it. It's like it's a cement cell block that like – With a lot of shit in it. With a lot of shit in it, and then a lot of like electronics that are on 24 hours that no one tends to. A lot of like insulation, you know, because they keep it climate controlled. Yeah, and no one's it. there. What's insured for? Huh?
2: What do you got the insurance for?
0: I don't know – we, uh, we, we called our business manager ASAP because we don't know. I, honestly, there's n- it was a Saturday night, so we haven't heard from the people, the owners of this place. Let this
1: be a lesson to get
0: insurance. Right. Well, we, did, we We have we have the basic insurance, but, I mean, that comes with renting. Ramp it up. Well, ramp there's up. there's also external renters insurance, which I have, but I had on. But on your homeowners policy, you get these umbrella policies
1: that really are pretty inexpensive. They really are, yeah. Because it's it's such a it's such a global you know the risk is spread over so many people that they can afford to hand it out for pretty low. If we had low. if
0: we had like our furniture in there or something, uh, like, I think. But honestly, like I my heart goes out to the people who did maybe lose something irreplaceable, <laughs> yeah. you know, pictures or what we had. You don't think about the storage places burning down because there's the cement. My wife and Landon had like a lot of furniture really nice furniture that didn't fit with our decor yeah. so that was in there so i mean you know thousands of dollars of, of stuff but oh my god yeah. um but we'll see we'll see maybe it didn't get touched at all well, let's, anyway let's, we gotta let's, take a break all right listeners are winning huge cash prizes every week at draftkings.com america's favorite one week fantasy football site one week fantasy football means no season-long commitments play whenever you want got an injured player not a problem at DraftKings where it's like a new season every single week, so you're never stuck with the same players. Pick your team in minutes, and you can be on your way to winning instant cash. Last year, one player turned 11 bucks into 4 grand. That's right, $4,000. Another one, 100 grand, his first time ever playing. And another player won a million bucks just in one day. Just playing fantasy football, people. Hurry and get free entry into the $100,000 fantasy football contest this weekend, where first place takes home 10 grand. Head over to DraftKings.com now and enter the promo code PODCAST to play for free. DraftKings.com. Bigger events, bigger winnings, bigger millionaires. Enter PODCAST for free entry now at DraftKings.com. 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 Hey, Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much uh, – l- I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? Uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh,
1: yeah, I buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with – With Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner. located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the UK. It makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible.
2: Yeah, Film Vault. This week, uh, we just wrapped uh, the most recent episode, Good One, and we realized that because we just ran down the list of movies that we went into detail about. Pretty much solid movies all across the board. So many solid picks, including movies that are streaming right now, movies that are in theaters, as well as our top five. Well, I would call them physically handicapped. Maybe that's not PC, physically challenged characters. We're not always PC on the show, so don't worry about that. Learn about the top five physically challenged characters in cinema this week on Film Vault. Film Vault. Over at Podcast One. That's
0: Owen. Welcome back to the Mike and Dr. Drew Show. Uh, we were just talking about uh, fires in Venice, so let's flip it around and talk yeah. about something more positive.
1: Did yeah. you see any houses you like at Pan Canyon?
0: Well, well, we're looking to buy. We're looking, looking to buy land and build. Oh, dude, you're you're a fucking masochist. Why? A baby and building a house. Well, we, we're not looking to sell. That's the thing. Is like we if we can get three four acres now barren and take our time building a house, then we can, you know, and someday we'll have two or three acres in hot real estate in, in Southern California. You know, it, it, this is not something we're trying to do to move in tomorrow. This is something that we're trying to do as an A, an investment, and B, maybe a potential, you know. By the time you—you you better think about this. By the time you have a toddler, mm-hmm. you're going to want to be out of that house. You're
1: not, you're not going to have to run out, but you're going to yeah. be like, holy shit, we need to do something.
0: Yeah, well, maybe we move to the Valley. Or we move somewhere else. Oh, know? I see. So that's a, that's a long term plan, right? Oh, if we can, oh, oh, if we can, and I don't want to talk okay, numbers because then you I sound. Ew, look at me! But if you can imagine, if fifteen years ago I, I told you, Doctor Drew, I get it. am gonna sell you three, four acres in Laurel Canyon. Yeah, you'd be no, like, I get it. Shut up! But you know, if you would be a, a multimillionaire right now, and you built a house on it. Totally and, get it. Um, so and and uh, we like the beach area. We already have a beach house, so it's not like we're in any like this doesn't have to happen tomorrow. But yeah, 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 I get, it. I get, um, it. totally get it. Smart. Um, and, and, uh, we're, we're actually thinking of building a house there for maybe for like a move in the next three or four years and then having like a, like a, a city apartment, like a, like downtown, like a renting rental downtown. So downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. So if we got to go to work in the Valley or that, or, you know, we need an address to send the kids to whatever school, blah, blah, blah. But oh, I see, but you live up there, right. you know,
1: cause Ooh-wee, you guys are getting making it complicated. Have another kid. Then it will all straighten out. Well, <laughs> you know, keep it simple after that. It's the listen, Ooh. listen. By t- you see what it's like?
0: Well, no, but chances but, but, are.
1: But, but um, you're in now. You're, 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 wait, your baby's nine months old, 10 months old? No, six. Oh, six months old. Yeah. Um, she looks so mature now. She, I thought she was like nine months old. Just
0: look at yeah. the picture. Um, that was like one of 50 pictures. And the rest, no, of the pictures, I know. she's drooling on herself. No, I know. I get rubbing it. Rubbing shit in my face. But
1: I, I, I used to be able to, like, I could tell month to month. Now I'm like, uh, um,
0: but you get what it's about now. It it's, your whole world revolves around the kid.
1: Yeah, and if you get another one, sit.
0: Well, the whole world revolves around the kid and I actually become and I didn't think I listen, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Everybody has their own deal and from what no, I Well, there is. Well, there, there's but there's there's Dude, you know, I know people There's good enough ways to do it. I know people who like totally pay, like like umbrellaed their kids everywhere they went and their kids are really sweet people and they turned out great. I know people who barely paid attention to their children. My parents and and their parents, you know, their kids are. I, but, I, I'm I'm, the, I'm fucked up, but I'm no, a good guy, you know, at my core. There's something called good enough parenting, right?
1: And and yes, good, there. But in terms of there, there's many ways to do it. Yes, but good enough is pretty much. But a, I get.
0: I was what I was alluding to is like yeah. I, I I'm not trying to sound like I know I'm Mr. Know It All because I have one child and she's six months. It's yeah. like, I have no yeah, experience. Yeah. I I, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. You're getting into but it, but I do. I have found that just in the six months, I've become amazingly judgmental of people who don't put their kids first like whenever i see people and they're like well we're gonna do a b and c and i'm like "Eh, don't you have two kids right and i'm like wait a second what do you mean you're gonna do do that you know like you used to be surprised that when we i was so
1: involved even with kids in high school and stuff. we really got to know each other then i wasn't surprised i was i was adam i admired you for it but but you would always give me a little bit of shit about a little
0: bit no, Maybe. I would give you shit because you were, I would give you shit mostly because I like your son so much. And I wanted to give you shit. I don't, I give you shit because like. You want to bring them down. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted <laughs> like, I wanted them to be grease monkeys that get laid every day and they turned out to be straight A students that like have respect for <laughs> each, themselves. I sent Ugh. a pretty solid t- text to your son and I, or son and you today. Was that the, the hairdryer thing? Yeah. I, I didn't know what to make of that.
1: That's pretty funny. It's very funny. But a bunch of women drawing their, their pussies
0: with, hair, with handheld hair. And dryer. I said, I look, you know, I said, I, I showed them a picture of you.
1: Oh, uh, I didn't get it. They I get so excited get it. I didn't when they get see. It. It. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I see. The ethnicity and everything makes sense now. Yes. Yes. Because you um, part the-
0: you're an awful person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I, I, uh,. Anyway,
0: the, I watched uh, a, a very interesting piece, a very dense piece, uh-huh. very thoughtful piece about feminism. Uh, are we allowed to talk about that? I, I don't know if you're comfortable talking about it on the air. What on Huffington Post? With that my daughter or, did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to talk sure, about sure, that. Sure, yeah. Um the, the the thing she wrote, or the thing she spoke. The, no, the the panel that she was. Pale, yeah. yeah, I watched it. My wife and I both yeah. watched it. And uh, Drew's daughter's, you know, as you can expect, incredibly smart, incredibly sharp. Um, but, you know, and. It's it's like you that. But
1: that boy is that that was them because I'm used to the world that she lives in there, yeah. and, and that was them being
0: gentle. Right. <laughs> oh, and I and I I didn't think that they were particularly heavy handed, no. but I did see they they were talking about a certain issue about how um, these women. There's a women's one one thing that stuck out to me yeah. was there's a women of Hollywood celebration gala. Okay. The, oh yeah. And that's where Renee Zellweger first showed. Up. And that, that's and your daughter, I thought, made it an incredible point. She said, "We're supposed to be celebrating women in Hollywood, and what do we do? We turn it all around about how someone looks, you know." Yeah. And I was like, "That is terrible." But they were kind of condemning the idea that there is why isn't there a woman's uh, why isn't there a men and I because every day is Men's Day in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And I go, "You're right." So the point is. You should celebrate the fact when women make achievements in, in Hollywood just like any other field because they have been discriminated against. Because when women do do something in any facet of industry, it is that much more
1: No, they, they, were, being, special. they were being polemic. They were saying – they were just saying, isn't it sad that we have to have a special day because it is special because every day is boys' day? And they, were, they sort of – they didn't express it very clearly because well, they were sort of saying, well, maybe we should have a boys' day too. My point is, is
0: like – they the, the NAACP will honor certain African-Americans. Yeah. There is a good goddamn reason because yeah. if someone rises to any top of the field it, if, if, if from any group that's been discriminated against, it is that much yeah. more amazing. special. And yeah. that person deserves that much more respect. And without question, especially in Hollywood, when a woman does anything, it's that much more amazing because it's a discriminating—it's a very, very chauvinistic world. So I this think. is on HuffPo Live, yeah. Huffington
1: Post Live, and uh, she was—I I don't know what the name of the panel was. It was like— Probably, Probably Renee Zellweger, but you look it up, it would come up on that. But her, I believe um, it's
0: under Goatsy if you if do a you.
1: Google search of the, the, Lemon uh, Party. <laughs> but the one thing she did say on the heels of that conversation was that isn't it – it's just pathetic that that our idea of beauty is women trying to freeze their face at age twenty. Yeah, I thought that was a nice way of saying it because because beauty is not about freezing. No, we, we really are all fucked up about aging in this country. I mean,
0: well, I want to live to hundred, but they have no idea. When you are hundred you aging, you're, that's twenty five years. We're being, fucked oh, up. Oh, well, fucked up. We're fucked up about aging. But I I wanted to point out that I don't think the Renee Zellweger issue had anything to do with aging or. Well, or I couldn't oh, figure out what, what it had has to, to do, do with it. is what, what, what that was, a woman completely changed her what, fucking appearance. I, I'm not sure she
1: did. Yeah, I, you know what? No, that could all be aging. No. May, maybe she stopped doing
0: plastic procedures.
1: Maybe what she looked like before Dr. was Drew, plastic stuff.
0: Plenty of women before and after Renee Zellweger have done plastic surgery and have bad plastic surgery, good plastic surgery, blah, blah, blah. Renee Zellweger, prior to these pictures being shown, could walk up to me in an airport and I would go, who are you, person? Yeah. But, but, and she was an a-list but, massive but, but, recognizable by the way, superstar I, I, I was looking at
1: it tonight thinking about this and I looked at some of the pictures she looks more like herself you don't see those pictures interestingly maybe you only see the ones where her eyes are sort listen
0: of... i I just want to point out I do agree that 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 women especially are 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 treated to a very rancid culture of anti-aging that that I think makes them very conscious and I, and, I, and it's sad I don't agree with this need to try to look younger blah 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 but this particular issue, I don't, I don't think this Renee Zellweger thing had anything to do with that. I think it had to do with the shock of an A-list superstar going into essential hiding for a while. For you or, know, or some, we don't know what was going on. A long time, right? Renee Zellweger has been out of the limelight. But We don't know what was going on. Right? Could have been. Who knows? What could, have, could have been. No, but that's not the point. I yeah. think it's. I, I, I think this time I have to stick up for the masses in that this is a woman who was immensely famous was under the radar for a long time, and then resurfaced with an entirely different face. But, but I'm arguing that perhaps most
1: of what you're seeing there is just her aging. And, and, and that's why it bothers me that people are reacting so furiously. They're shaming her for getting older. Now, they want it to be plastic repair. Now, I'm, I'm saying it could just
0: as easily be that she stopped doing plastics just as easily. As as it is result of plastic. How pervasive is plastic surgery in Hollywood? Like more than we think.
1: Well, they don't do much cutting anymore. I didn't. It's think all so. it's all you know, injectables and stuff like that. And
0: that's do you a consider crazy. that plastic surgery? Because I don't. I've uh, never had anything done to yeah, my body. I'm just I pointing that out. It that, I consider yeah, it's a plastic procedure. But it's, it's Botox not, and stuff. That's plastic yeah, surgery. Yeah,
1: it's plastic. That's mm-hmm. yeah, what they do now. But but I'll tell you what. I I read some. I was also reading what they said about it. And they're like the plastic surgeon's like, oh, she got her eyelids done and she got injectables. When your eyelids get done, they just lift yeah. up the eyelids a little bit. They don't that's, open your eyes. That's eye not up like even that. surgery, really. Yeah, like, well, it is. It's a surgery. No, no, make no mistake about it. But it doesn't do that to her. It eyes. goes south quick, though. And and if you look at her before, her her eyebrows were way up, and now they're down. Yeah, and but that was always into, her looks. That was yeah. her thing with her but squinty maybe, far face. But maybe that was created. Maybe that was plastic. Mm. And maybe now it's all just kind of falling down. Everyone's freaking out about it. I, I don't know I don't know but I'm saying it just as easily could be that as as uh, actual whatever it is what do you think your vagina looks f- like
0: I'm serious as, far, as a doctor as, what as do compared you th- to what <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I'm saying that she that the way people responded to her is bizarre in my opinion although yeah. I understand you you the shock of it freaked you out a little bit I I would say that it's, you could you could easily be just somebody else aging over time. Who just hadn't been in the public over that
0: time. I have to say there two things. One. That's why I don't go to. Rarely.
1: I, I don't go to reunions. I can't stand that. I can't. Yeah. I, I can't. But I can't recognize people and stuff. It drives me out of my mind. I can't.
0: I don't go to reunions because fuck you. No. That's why I don't go to we reunions. You don't have anything to reunion. Yeah, that's true. All right. I've, that's a good point. Well, yeah. I graduated high school. Right. But. You know. Well, people are always like, why didn't you go? And I go, because fuck you. <laughs> fuck everyone. Anyone that I went to high school with that I want to see, I see quite regularly. Right. Still. I think that's generally the kind of hubris of a reunion. I did not, like, I was, n- I did not have a good experience. Like, I think people would, from having known me through the media, would assume I was one way as a kid. And it was far from that. Mm-hmm. Like, if they, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I was so bullied that my life was hell. But if there was a scale of, High school quarterback prom king on one side, and like the most bullied to the point of c- contemplating suicide on the other. I'm far closer to contemplating suicide than I am to like king Who of the crop. You? Just upperclassmen, like mostly like just girls. And I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe it's because I was so dysfunctional that I I, I per- perceived it to be. Well, no, you, they might have bullied
1: you because you were bullying them. Some of the stories you tell, pretty boyish. I
0: didn't bully girls <gasps> in my school.
1: I didn't. Onions, yo. I didn't do that. I had nothing and, to do with that. It, there was some girl that, that, wait a minute, there was like the twins or something? Yeah, no, that girl I fucked
0: with. Okay. But she fucking got me suspended because she didn't like me. Just saying. Fucking her. Like, well, I didn't fuck, she blew me. But I mean, she. I, I didn't do anything wrong and she got me suspended because she got her feelings hurt. How was she? Uh, 16. Hmm. It's older than me. How were you? Freshman. You were 14. 15, yeah. Oh, wow. Like hey. But my point is You're is like young you were. Jeez, I just I, I mean children. Like I had like four or five oh. friends that like were on that I played sports with and that I hung out with. And outside of that, like no one really treated me all that well. Yeah. You know? And then also there was like a, a lot of you know, eighty percent of my high school was Asian kids who were got sixteen hundreds on their SATs and right. perfect straight A's. Right. And they just right. they What thought, percentage? eighty percent that we said? I would say seventy five wow. plus of wow. my was Chinese and Korean. Crazy. And and they all were near-perfect students, yeah. and they looked at me as, like, a massive pariah, because I was like, like, look at you, like, you're a fucking bum, and in their eyes, I could understand it, because they worked so hard, and they studied all day, I never did one assignment or any homework ever, mm. I've never turned in anything in school, ever, mm. How, can I recall, like, going home, doing something, and, like, giving it to a teacher, I just showed up, you know, mm. that was, like... Was that hard? No, you know what, I never, I ditched. I, I did school... From K through graduation, I did school once. Wow. You want to know when? It was to go to Hollywood Boulevard to see the funeral of Mark and Brian when Howard Stern first came to Los Angeles. Right. That's how That's how big I am at a Stern. Oh. When was that? It's 92. 90, I was like 7th grade. God, it's been a long time. Yeah. It was like 7th grade, Crazy. I think. Something like that? It's
1: so interesting.
0: I know. All right. I got to go to the bathroom. All right. Go take shit. Yeah. All right, assalamu alaikum. Listen to the... Uh, Simply Oddcast with Rune and Lindsay, whatever it's called. Lindsay, what's your podcast called? Pretty Oddcast. The Pretty Oddcast. Forget and listen to uh, Anderson's podcast, The Film Vault, and uh, The oh, After I'm Disaster. The and uh, yeah, so Asalamualaikum and Good.
2: This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.
0: Truecar.com is changing car buying forever.
1: That's right. Every day, Truecar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings, though some features not Not available available, in all states. Not available in all states. That's right, yeah.
0: In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by Truecar-certified dealer networks.
1: True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. That's a good pretty average. good average, That's man. That's a damn good average.
0: When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people paid for the car you're looking for. Then, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Then, third, you just simply print out your True Car savings certificate and take it to the True Car certified dealer for a better... Hassle-free car buying experience.
1: Remember, every day, True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That is TrueCar.com.